You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. The theme of uh, divine wisdom and suffering, uh, as you will remember from last week, I talked about the core concept or the uh, the terminology, theodicy, in terms of why we have suffering uh, when we talk about the greatness of God. And I was touching on various, uh, uh, the ideas I go through a reader, looking at various aspects as to why we have suffering to help understand things and contextualize things when you see so much happening. And one thing that comes up at the top of the list is the knowledge of the divine. The requisite knowledge to understand the question at hand is the knowledge of Allah, who opens his revelation by saying, in the name of Allah, most merciful and compassionate. According to Ibn al-Arabi, this first, ver- this first verse is a predicate of a subject omitted in ellipse, as is, the frequent, as, is, as is frequent in the Qur'an. And its full meaning is, the origin and the appearance of the world are but, i.e. in the virtue of, because of, the name of Allah, the most merciful, the most compassionate. These opening words convey the mysterious secret of all created beings, that it really lies in the larger context in which it is articulated and has its existence. The most merciful Ar-Rahman denotes the penetration of the divine mercy into everything in the cosmos, this world and the next, by bringing out the privation of non-being into perfection of temporal being. It is a mighty mercy and the ontological basis of our servanthood. The most compassionate, Ar-Rahim, is an intensive form of the previous name that denotes a qualitative leap in the magnitude of his mercy through a theophany to be fully manifest in the next world, beyond death, for the sentient beings Allah loves, of mankind, jinn, angels and others. Its infinite in degree is matched by its infinite in time, rather timeless, extending as it does to eternity. The concept of Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, or indeed any of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, are there to make us ponder and realize what Allah is. And I mentioned this before, that whatever attribute we have of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our language we use to define it is very limited because it's a human language. So if you talk about the most merciful, we might understand mercy in X number of ways. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might have mercy in an infinite number of ways. It's not beyond him to have that. Not only in terms of its application, but the extent in which it can be applied. Because we understand mercy and look at mercy in the context of what we see in front of us, it can sometimes be difficult. And I often liken this uh, concept of mercy and care and compassion in the way a parent or a guardian looks after their child. The child uh, asks the guardian or the parent for sweets. Mama, I want sweets. Daddy, I want sweets. Big brother, I want sweets. We know that sweets taste good. We know they enjoy eating sweets. But often we will say no. Not because we're trying to be harsh, not because we don't care, not because we're not considerate, but because we know that that too much of the sweets or the wrong time of eating the sweets is going to cause more harm than good. Be it in the form of not spoiling their appetite for their main meal, which is beneficial for them. Be it that it spoils their teeth such that they don't have their teeth that allow them to function for the purpose of uh, mastication and uh, for articulation. So we have to recognize that sometimes we are being cruel to be kind. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is no different in that he will withhold something or he will make something happen without understanding at that point in time. And this is the whole point. His mercy is not as timeless. So what might appear to be strict or harsh at this point in time may actually be a mercy for us longer term. And we do not know the beginning. We may, we may know the beginning, but we do not know the end. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the beginning and the end. He's awal awal we, we don't have to question or doubt that ability. But we as human beings, we are weak, we forget, and we can only rationalize with what is in front of us. And that is why it's often important that we have to come back 
to the qualities and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to understand what Allah is and how he should be understood when we see things in front of us. Otherwise, we're all not doing nothing but an injustice to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and indeed ourselves. May Allah make it easy for myself and my brothers and sisters to understand the importance of understanding the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the significance of his names and how it affects us in our day-to-day lives. Fi qawli hadha saqli wa lakum isailil muslimin innahu al-ghafoor rahim Alhamdulillah, Abla Alameen, Ustata, Sanashafil, Ambal, Marsalin, A'udhu Billahi Min Shaitan Rajeem, Bismillahi Rahmani Rahim, Wal Asr, Inna Al Insan Lafi Khus, Illa Ladina Amu, Amu Al Salihati, Watawasa, Bil Hakti, Watawasa, Bil Sab. Lord of the Worlds, or Lord of the uh, Lord of the Worlds of Beings, uh, uplifts his servants by directing their wills and lives to the larger context in which they are embedded. Away from attachment to things or considering themselves things or believing that things bring about happiness to the meaning of things. What are, uh, but what are these things for? In uh, uh, Bukhari, I, it, it is narrated that Prophet said, When Allah created creation, he described in his writ that he has made binding on himself, it being repossessed nigh to him upon the very throne. Verily, my mercy surpasses my wrath. So basically, to summarize, it is written on the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Verily my mercy surpasses my wrath. So there is divine mercy and there is divine wrath, the former being Allah's infinite beauty, Jamal, and the latter being his limitless majesty, Jalal. So Jamal and Jalal are often attributes, they class Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attributes into the Jamal being his, his kind of mercy and his gentle sign, the Jalal being his power and his greatness. My chastisement, he says, my chasmin I but smite with whom I will, while my mercy encompasses everything. I shall inscribe it for those who show God-fearing and pay the alms, and those and who in our revealed signs are wholehearted believers. That is his mercy is prescribed for those willing to listen and follow. My respected brothers, it's not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to show wrath. It is inscribed on his throne and we cannot question the, the truthfulness of the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he's made it very clear, his mercy surpasses his wrath. It's almost that the, the, the wrath is there as a need for his mercy to be shown. In order for us to benefit from his mercy, we need to be aware of and fear his wrath so that we stay on the straight and narrow. And again, coming back to the, the analogy of parent and child, sometimes being aware of the potential discipline a father or mother can show their child is enough to deter the child from going astray and using the parent's uh, mercy as an opium for doing wrong. The whole point, and Islam is about being a balanced religion, is to keep us in that balance. If we had no deterrent to make us think about things in terms of implications of our actions, we would just do what we want. And if Allah forgives, He's the most merciful. We're abusing, we're being, del we're deluded with Allah's, with, the, with what Allah is, and we're abusing this concept of mercy. Yes, we are human. We make mistakes. We slip, and that is fine. We can repent a million times. And He'll forgive us a million and one times with Allah's mercy. But it is not a license to commit sin. It's not a license to do wrong because you're not really making a mistake, you're not really sinning because you're intentionally doing it knowing that you're going to seek repent. It's, it's, it's a different ballgame altogether. We have our human limitations and we recognize that and we make and we are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us a mercy. But we do not uh, take the make out of God, to, uh, so to speak. We might be able to do it with our fellow human beings. We might know how to play the system in various shapes and forms. But when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything is written, the known, the unknown, the hidden, the evident. So we should not try and cheat it because that sooner or later we're going to have a comeuppance. Whether it's in this life or the next, our, our accounts are written, we're going to have to read them. May Allah make it easy for us to understand the mercy of Allah, the way it should be understood, the wrath, the way it should be understood, in that we lead our lives the way that we should lead our lives. May Allah make it easy for myself and my brothers and sisters to do this.
For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.